Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires, a podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage, designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. And I'm Haley. Hi, everybody. Hi, here we are via Zoom. Here we are together again in the virtual world. The virtual world, doing virtual world podcasts. And the only way we can be together right now, virtually yeah. from afar. Y'all, we have done a lot of phone conversations, which we usually do. I think I probably talk to Gina Marie more than I talk to anybody else on the phone mm -hmm. and otherwise in life. Yet now, the only way we can connect is that way. And so mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for that, that at least I can sit here and see your face and be with you, even though it has to be virtually. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a video this morning of, I think it was, I think it was maybe Glennon Doyle. She's amazing. Love her. I want her new book. Female Untamed. leader. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she was talking about how even just like setting aside five, 10 minutes a day to connect with someone on the phone mm -hmm. or Zoom or whatever it is, mm -hmm. is super important right now. Yes. And I agree. Yeah, and, some, and I agree too. I mean, and connection and something that's been really, and that's what we want to talk to you guys about today is just COVID-19. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how we're doing. We want to feel connected to y'all, share with y'all what our experience has been in the hopes that you really understand that even though you might physically be alone, you're not alone you know, right? mm -hmm. in your experiences and how you're feeling. And, and these ways that we can connect and reach out to people are just so important right now. And especially when, you know, for me, uh, something that I am so grateful for is that, um, well, Everett and I both have jobs, which is wonderful. Him and I are both still working full time and we're both working from home. And so we're both here and we have each other, yet there is something so important too about reaching out to, um, well, the other parts of your family, whether they be your like actual genetic family or like Gina Marie is my family, right? Your family of women, your family of friends, your family of coworkers, like whoever you have in your life that you can reach out to is just so important because I know some of y'all are out there and it's just you and your apartment, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, it's like obvious for y'all, I think so. It seems obvious, not always easy to do, yet to reach out to other people, to connect, especially if you're working from home and then, you know, having all your food delivered at home and there's just no other human interaction. Yet for people too who are at home with like their loved ones or their families or their kids, like how important it is to reach out to your women, to reach out to your tribe, to reach out to your friends and to get that connection from other places as well. Cause I know, I mean, Everett and I, we were doing, we are, we are so good right now. Y'all, I am like, this is my dream come true. Like Everett home it's, all the it's time. Her dream. This is her dream come true. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, it's happening in the most unfortunate of circumstances and really challenging, hard circumstances. But prior to COVID-19, I mean, Everett was traveling every week. Every week he was gone on an airplane, traveling for work. And now all of a sudden I'm finding myself in this place where like, he's here all the time and we're cooking dinner together and we're getting quality time together, which is my love language. And I am just like loving it. And so we are like the first three weeks, what are we, four weeks in now, Gina Marie? I think for I, stay I at home we, in Houston. I thought, we were, I thought we were more than that, but maybe it's four weeks. I don't know. I think, I think we're about to hit a month if we haven't already in Houston for stay at home order. And him and I were just on like 
having cloud nine for a few weeks. And then we like hit our point. <laughs> like we, hit, mm-hmm. we hit a point last week where it was like, oh, we've just spent a lot of time together and oh, been yeah. in very close quarters. And so we like hit this point where I'm sure I was getting on his nerves. He was getting on my nerves and there was like friction and tension between us. And we got in this like huge disagreement about the silliest thing on the planet, y'all. It was, he was literally helping me print stuff for my job. And he was getting frustrated with me for not like knowing how much more there was going to be. And I didn't know how much more. It was just like, we were both trying to love and support each other. And it ended up in a fight, right? In a disagreement. And um, I had this moment then, and we've since, you know, talked about it and resolved everything and are back to, um, we've had just such a great couple of days. Yet, I just got really connected to how important it is to reach out to all your support systems right now and not rely on just the one person in your home or the one coworker or your one friend or your one family member for everything right now, that it really is important for us to stay connected to our greater, greater communities in any way we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that in the beginning, I think that it wasn't as apparent of how important that was because it felt like this was just going to be temporary. Yes. Oh, this is just going to be like a week or two. I mean, I think I even listened, re-listened to our last podcast and we were like, yeah, it might be happening. It might not. And then now (laughs) hearing us hearing us where we are now is like so hilarious to me um so yeah I think in the beginning it was like okay yeah I'll talk to them next week or something like that and I'm realizing that that now more than ever it needs to be happening on the regular and Mm -hmm. for me I have had so many waves during this well, month of being home, I felt in the beginning, I felt pretty good. And then I got really sad and really lonely and mm-hmm. really nervous and anxious. And then I started feeling good again and feeling great again. And then this week, I think I have some lower moments mm-hmm. returning. And, um, and so it's just, it's just really how it is. And I think being able to have support in all areas of my life has helped with that because there are things that I can share with Rob and he gets it and we're on the same wavelength. And then there's things that I can share with Rob and well, it just doesn't get it. You know, like he's trying, he's trying, he's trying so hard. And he's yes. like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And saying vice versa with him and yes. me, you know, so um, it is so important. And this is just a wild time. It's just a crazy time. I would have never predicted this or expected this or imagined what the day-to-day would be like. And it really is, oh, it's just, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see when we come through this, like what all we have learned about ourselves, learned about each other, mm-hmm. and hopefully something that continues to move into our world and make our world a better place. Yes. Um, so oh, it's, it's, it's wild. It's crazy. Well, and then uh, that's exactly what you're saying, Gina Marie. It's like, no, I'm sure somebody predicted this, right? Somebody mm-hmm. in the CDC somewhere that knows a lot about this, who has maybe spent their world and their career in this 
could see that this was a possibility one day. I think mm -hmm. for the vast majority of the world and the population just could never have even dreamed this up. And you know what's so interesting about that? It's like, um, I've had a couple experiences during this whole COVID-19 rush. I've just felt like a mere human. Like I've really felt my humanity, like very small in a very big world. Mm -hmm. And not small in a belittling way, just like um, really humble, I guess is a better word for that. Mm -hmm. Like really humbled and really in touch with my humanity and the how fragile human life is, how fragile our systems are, how fragile, um, like, just we are as humans. Like, the, the truth is at some point that we will, we will pass, you know, we will die, we will pass on. And I've really been um, kind of struck by that in a way that is a little um, jarring, you know? It kind of, like, hits mm -hmm. me at my core. Yet, and also, like, these things that felt so stable and felt so in place are also just so malleable, so shiftable, they can change. And then at the same regard, though, I've also felt really um, like empowered in this time to like step up and be for myself, to be for my community, to be for Everett, to um, stand for myself. And I say all of that because it's like, we just, we couldn't have dreamed this up. Mm -hmm. So how we respond to it or react to it, like how we feel in the face of it is all of it's just okay and valid. Mm -hmm because we don't have, we don't have any precedent. We don't have anything, right. any past experience to stand on with it. And so, you know, sometimes I'm like kind of speechless and whatever. I don't even know if anything I said just made sense, but that's like kind of how I feel, you know, is right. like kind of senseless in a, in a way of um, feeling really humble and then really powerful and then really sad and then really hopeful. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm really connected again to the humanness that we can really hold all of those emotions and all of those things. And that through this, yes, my hope too, is that we start to even more so, and my hope for myself and for our world is that even more so we put our attention on what's really important, mm -hmm. you know, what's truly important, what really matters. And a lot of the things that really matter to me are my relationships, our human right. connection, our, um, being, um, like a good neighbor, a good friend, a good community member, a um, compassionate leader and a compassionate listener. And that I'm really there for the people I love and really there for myself too. Mm -hmm. And um, this is really, I don't know, kicked us all in the ass, I think. Really for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's, it's nice because um, at least in my experience, it's allowed me to connect with some people that I haven't connected with in a while mm -hmm. because well we're both available and craving yes. connection and so not only do I have my deep and closest friends um and family members that are are there as my support but I also have people that I really love and cherish and we just haven't had as much yes. interaction in the last few I don't know months years and now it's it's opening up again which is so nice mm -hmm. and I mean you have had like something really huge that you had to um well move through because you had your wedding plan mm -hmm. you had to like move your wedding and move all of the <laughs> things that were around it and expectations and and things like that and um and I think that those are the things in the moment well I was telling you about this last week that I listened to the Brene Brown podcast which I highly recommend about uh, yeah. grieving and right now we're all in this stage of 
of grieving. We're grieving for the world and our normalcy that we had before. We're grieving for things that have been, had to been changed or postponed or yes. dreams or and vacations for ourselves that we had planned. So it's it's been well. I, for, at first, I couldn't pinpoint what it was, but there is this like this sadness about mm-hmm. certain things. And for me, like with my pregnancy. I'm having to experience a lot of it and see it alone, which was not something I really expected. And so that has been really challenging for me. Um, but tell everyone about your, what you had to do with your wedding. I'm sure they want to Oh my gosh. Know. I almost, I literally forgot about that in January. It's oh like, my God. <laughs> I know there's so many other things though. There's so many I other mean, things. Though. Oh my gosh. And you know what? I think that, um, probably a little bit of like, uh, self-preservation have like set it aside, Mm -hmm. you know, I've set it aside because you're exactly right. And I did listen to that podcast. Y'all Brene's Brene Brown's new podcast, unlocking us is gold. The whole thing, just go listen to it right after you're done listening to us, go put it on. It is, um, really powerful right now and really impactful for Mm -hmm. what we're all going through. And I did listen to that, to that episode, June Marie, after you recommended it, I skipped forward to listen to it. And, um, it talks about, we're collectively grieving the world we knew, mm-hmm. like the world we knew. And he, the, um, the guy on the podcast mentioned that there are points in our history where these things happen and people say, Oh, remember before X. So one of those things yes. was like nine yes. 11 at nine 11. People were like, remember the airports pre nine 11. He was like, this mm-hmm. is going to be another one of those things where people say, remember how life was pre-COVID-19 and we don't really know what that's going to be yet, you know, what's going to come of this, but this is one of those like huge moments in history. And so together we're all just mourning and grieving life as it used to be. And um, so I, yeah, I had my wedding planned. Um, we would have been in our like 30 day countdown right now, you yeah. know, a month out. It was planned for May 16th. Uh, 2020 and we decided to reschedule it to September and um, to be completely honest there's part of me that isn't even getting too hopeful or excited about that date until we figure out if that's even I mean y'all I don't want to speak this out but New York just extended their stay at home you know we're here in Houston coming up on the end of it and we don't really know what people are going to do if they're going to extend hours and we're going to have to still stay at home if we're going to be able to gather as a group of people by September, I hope so. You know, that like my best case scenario is, and from all everything that I've read and everything I've been looking at is that may not be, you know, possible. And so there's something that I um, haven't really let myself get too excited about it yet mm-hmm. because I'm still a little bit um, just apprehensive that that's even going to be possible for us. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, my wedding coordinator, we, we decided to can't not, well, we canceled the May 16th wedding, moved it to September. I canceled my bachelorette. That's not even rescheduled yet. And so all this, you know, all these things that we're really looking forward to, these big moments in our lives, we just had to, had to cancel them. And that's what you're saying with right. your pregnancy. And I know that we're not alone in that. And so you, our listeners, like I want you to know, you're not alone in that either. And you know, people can, a a lot of people are out there talking about the silver lining and look for the good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I canceled my wedding, the first thing I got from people was like, it'll be so great when it does happen and look at the bright side and look, and I just wanted to be like, shut the F up. 
I, I literally, <laughs> I had a week where I was just mad. I was like, I want to hear it. And then you're talking about this podcast that was about grief. It's like, there are stages of grieving likely that people are in. And it's like, y'all, I wasn't ready yet to be in the meaning stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Which like in this podcast is one of the last stages, right? And there's like, like anger and denial and frustration and there's sadness mm-hmm. and there's all these things. And then you get to like meaning eventually way at the end. And I don't think any of us in COVID-19 in general are in the meaning stage yet. With A lot of us are still in the, the sadness, the anger, the disbelief, the um, trying to argue with reality and make it be different than it is right now. And that was the same thing for my wedding. And I know that everyone I loved, I mean, my parents, my best friends, like everyone was just trying to help, you know, and really trying to be supportive. And um, I think in this time, what was most helpful for me and for those of you out there, if you're going through something like this, or you know somebody and love somebody who's going through something like this, I think the best thing to do is just to really like get them and to see it and to understand without needing to fix it or change them or give them a silver lining or tell them the mm-hmm. positive benefits. Like sometimes we just need to stand toe to toe with somebody and listen. You know, I just wanted people to get like, yeah, this is shitty, you know, mm-hmm. and it was. And there's a lot of things in life right now that are like that. And that's okay. Um, you know, people are losing jobs. People are, you know, losing loved ones. People, there's just a lot that's happening and it's okay to feel, I think, however we need to feel. And I am now on the other side of it, right? Three weeks, four weeks later where I can be like, okay, yeah, I can talk about it now and see that, see all the positives, see all the good stuff. But there was a while there where I was just, I was just upset. I was just mad. And it's okay to be mad right now. It's okay to be frustrated. And, uh, um, and to feel, feel our feels right now. That's what Brene Mm -hmm. Brown's been preaching, but just to feel, feel your feels. uh, And though at the same time, not get totally hooked by them, totally Totally. stuck in them. Rounding in them. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. For longer than is necessary, you know? And that's what I think it comes back to. Like what I needed to do when I canceled my wedding is I needed to communicate to people that i I'm not interested in talking about this right now. And there are some people that I talked to and my parents included, because they're, I mean, they just wanted, my sweet parents, they just want to do everything they could to help. But yet it just seems so overwhelming to me. Right. At the same time that I was canceling my wedding, I was totally reworking my job, you know, Mm -hmm. and trying to run a teacher training now 100% digitally and virtually. And so there are just a lot happening at one time. And so it really, I had to communicate that I needed some space. And that's what right. I needed for a little bit was like just space from the conversation, right. space from talking about it. And then I was able to be like, okay, now we can set a new date. Now I can be in action. And even now my wedding coordinator emailed me and she was like, hi, can we have a call? She, last week, she was like, can we have a call this week to talk about like the freaking, the, the napkin colors and the flowers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. No, we cannot. Okay. That is the last thing I want to talk about right now. And she right. was so great about it. She was like, I get it. I get it. That's okay. Like we'll talk in a couple months. Nothing needs to be decided right now. But like right now that just like so much of that seems insignificant and right. it's not exciting to me yet. And so mm. the, there will come a time when we come out of this that I think things will be exciting again. Yet, um, that seems challenging to do right now. 
Right. Well, there's a heaviness right now. And um, I feel this, I feel the same way. And by the way, the podcast that we were talking about, his name is David Kessler. So if you're somebody oh, that wants to thank listen you. to it, then must listen. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. I had so many hopes and dreams about our gender reveal and we found out it's mm -hmm. a boy we're having yeah, a, boy. It's a boy baby boy ronald baby boy and um and it's it, and i'm trying not to well i think more than anything i get really sad rob gets really angry so it's interesting when you're <laughs> when, when you're in a partnership like how people yes are grieving and um so for me one thing that i've really had to to implement with our relationship is is telling him that i just need you to listen and i need you to this is i this is probably horrible but i need you to complain to me like i <laughs> want to sit there <laughs> and be like this is happening to me. Why is this happening to me? And instead of you being like, well, it will happen. I need you to be like, yeah, why is this happening to you? <laughs> like, that's what I need. And I told him I need like 24 hours of that. Mm -hmm. And then once that period is over, my sadness and my, oh, my agony, then I can try to at least take some step forward to get to a more positive place. Yes. That's just something I know about myself, and um, and I've had to request that and ask for that in in these last few weeks. And so I think what you're talking about, Haley, is is so important too. Is that for all of us is like taking on that role of listening, of not trying to make things better or fix it, mm -hmm. and having those people in your corner and in your life and you possibly may have to explain it to them for some people yes. they don't know about that so you may have to say okay for this discussion i just want you to sit here and listen and shake your head yes mm -hmm. or whatever it is and then we can talk about next steps later i think that this time really um is important for all of us to figure out like what we need and how mm -hmm. we communicate and how we care for ourselves um and then telling the people in our lives that support us and love us um, yes so there are some things that i really do see as positives there's a whole lot of negatives if i'm honest mm -hmm. but there are some things that are positive i mean i've gotten to watch amazing shows <laughs> You know, I want to say one more thing about that, June number two, that you said, because I think it's important to know, then we can talk about our favorite TV shows right now. We talk about what's getting us through COVID-19, um, but is um, something that I wasn't doing either during my wedding was like relating to people like they were able to handle whatever I was going through. And I think we need to give um, all of ourselves and other people credit that they can't they have the ability to to handle what you're right. going through and if you ask them to hey i just need you to complain with me they they're they'll be able to do that or i just need you to yeah. listen and not say anything mm -hmm. like let like when you tell people that sometimes i don't say that because i don't think over there they'll be able to adapt or handle it or respond and i think you need to start giving each other more credit Give each other more credit to be able to do it because i think we can and when we extend that then we also are met with that and yeah. so, um, 
Yeah, it really is an opportunity to create relationships and support because I'm the same way with Everett. I mean, him and I, now two and a half years into our relationship, he's so much better now. He'll look at me and be like, do you want me to like just support you by like getting it and saying like, yeah, that person sucks. <laughs> or like, that situation's terrible. Screw that. F them. Or do you want me to actually like talk to you about like solutions? Right. Do I need advice? Yeah, exactly. Because Everett and all of this, y'all, I want to predicted this. And, and now that I see it, though, I'm like, of course, of course he is. He's been the positive one. I've been the down in the dumps, Debbie Downer, angry at the world, uh, sad and crying. And like, I don't talk to anybody. Get away from me. And he has been just Mr. Positive, you know, Mr. Wonderful and patient and just like, we're going to get through this. We can do it. Like, so loving and kind. And I love that about him, but sometimes I'm, I don't want to hear that, you know, mm-hmm. especially in, in these situations. And so he will ask me now and then say, well, what do you need? And I, and, and that though was a practice of two and a half years mm-hmm. of like getting it wrong and getting in fights and disagreements about it just because we weren't on the same page of like the type of conversation right. we wanted to be in. So that's so good. And, um, you've always been my teacher in that Gina Marie, you and Rob are so good at that. Um, of like you. where and you want to be listening from. Well, some days we're good at it. The quarantine is bringing out the best and the worst people. And it's all okay. It's all okay. Okay. Let's do some, let's ask each other some questions, Gina Marie, some COVID-19 okay. questions, some quick ones. Okay. What has been your, um, uh, what was that podcast you did of like secret solo behaviors? What oh, has been your, <laughs> what has been your secret, <laughs> your secret COVID behaviors? Oh gosh, that's such a good question. I feel like I probably <laughs> have so many, so many, and they're not secrets anymore. You know, like they're, <laughs> They're just not because Rob sees my every move. Um, well, I'm still doing my hair dryer, blowing it on me. Um, of course. Two times a day in the morning and in the evening. Um, oh. I, I am really obsessed with pillows right now. So anytime I'm sitting down, I have like a pillow on. I need to be extremely comfortable. I need to be extremely <laughs> comfortable. So I have a million pillows around me. I need to feel supported and cared for. Um, I have I have a lot of clothes ones right now. So like I'm barely wearing bras. But barely. I'm barely um changing my outfits I wore this exact (laughs) outfit yesterday and I'm going to be honest it is very hard for me to get in the shower (laughs) I'm taking a shower (laughs) maybe once every three days (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe those are my big ones what are yours tell me yours Oh my God. I want to see what are some of my, I, I asked you the question then I was like, I don't even know what mine are. I'm sure I have plenty. Um, secret COVID behaviors. Well, one thing that has happened in our home is um, I very rarely make the bed anymore. Oh, it is very, yeah. it is, it is a, um, a pretty big win if I make the bed. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, here's a secret COVID behavior. If I brush my teeth before noon, it's a good day. Oh, good. I think it has been pretty challenging for me. I just forget to brush my teeth. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, it's oh new. Oh my God, our personal hygiene. Mm. Our personal hygiene is taking a hit, people. Um, <laughs> I have actually been showering almost every day. It feels very nice. But it's like a, um, a soothing behavior for me right now. Yeah. Like the water and the shower, mm-hmm. it's like, it's something that really calms me right now. So it's less for personal hygiene, more for my like, uh, mental well-being. Uh, my toes are a hot mess. My lack of pedicure uh, is something that's really interesting. It's just, <laughs> it's if I'm really else. honest, I have considered going somewhere. I have thought to myself. <laughs> are they even open? I don't know, but I was like, I could I don't just think put so. gloves on. I could just mm-hmm. wear a mask, like no problems. No one needs to know. I could do it secretively. And if anyone asks, Secret pedicure. I just, yeah, I just pretend like I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my other secret code behavior. I made cookies a couple weeks ago. This is what was, was pre-COVID too, but I eat them with my coffee every morning. I have a cookie with my coffee every morning. That's great. It's delicious. It's my fave. I love it. And then I'm sure there's plenty of video conference behaviors out there, people. Y'all need to, we need to put something on our Instagram. What are, we need, we'll ask y'all, what's your secret COVID behaviors? We want to know. Yeah. We want to know. Okay. My question for you is yes. like we were getting into, what are you watching? Okay. What am I watching right now? To be honest, I need some help. I need some recommendations because I have not found a show that I like in a while. I watched Cheer, Obsessed. Oh, wow. Have you watched it yet? Oh, you know it. Mm-hmm. What a show. Oh, my God. Okay, so Cheer is amazing. I watched that. What is the one about that um, Orthodox? Is it Orthodox? Oh, um, Unorthodox? Unorthodox. I didn't see that. Amazing. Oh, it's very good. Loved it. That was great. I also watched, what's that love reality TV show? Yeah, you watched love, that. What uh, was that called? Was that Love is Blind or something? Love is Blind. I watched Love is Blind. That was great. Everett and I started watching um, The Hunger Games. Oh, wow. Two nights ago, we started on the first, the first movie. Last night, oh, we watched the wow. second movie. So we have two more. So that's going to be our entertainment tomorrow. Well, I'm working tonight, but probably tomorrow and the next night. We're watching a lot of movies, too. So oh, I would yeah. love some show recommendations. I want something like really good people. Like I love Scandal. I love Narcos. I love, mm. I don't know. Like I want a good show again. Okay. What wow. are you watching? Um, okay. Well, Rob and I are watching this show called Love. It's on Netflix. It's Judd Apatow's um, like TV series it's about a guy and a girl and like their relationship it's really interesting and i oh. we really love it we love it and so we're watching that and then i'm watching everything on bravo i'm watching Top oh, Chef. of course i'm watching all the real housewives which is prime time because my two of my favorite um real housewives what would i call them like franchise i don't know what they are like the two areas <laughs> yes. new york and Beverly Hills is on right now, yes. so I'm watching that. I'm watching, I love cooking shows. So mm. I love to watch Chopped. I love to watch um, 
any time there's somebody on who is is doing a, a home cooking show, which there used to be these all the time. When I was in college, there was one like every hour. I don't understand why they don't have them as much anymore. <laughs> but like I was just watching, um, she is, I can't remember her name, but she lives on a farm and she like cooks for her family. So I love, <laughs> I love that show. One show that I love is called Chef's Table and it goes behind a restaurant um, to meet the chef and gives you the whole background of how they became a chef and their passion and like all the that's interesting. I like that. It's very excellent. So I watched that and, um, and yes, and that's pretty much what I'm watching. Oh my gosh. I just love my shows. I mean, it's just such a I know you do. I do too. How are you taking care of yourself during COVID-19? Um, what are you doing for self-care, self-love? I'm doing yoga. I'm talking to people that I love and care about. I'm listening to music. I'm watching my belly grow every day. Mm. I'm imagining what my son will be like, what our son will be like. I'm starting to do our baby registry and think about his room and um, eating good food. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been cooking a lot. I'm cooking that has really been supporting me, especially at dinner time, like something to um, turn myself off the computer, off of the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been getting outside as much as I can, even just sitting outside in our yes. backyard for 10 minutes in the middle of the day to just get a change of scenery, walking. I've been walking a lot. I've also been doing oh, yoga. Wow, for sure. Um, I started meditating, which is something that oh, I've oh, wanted to do for a long, it's always been, you know, as yoga teachers in the yoga world, meditation is like part of something we do a lot and I hadn't ever done it very regularly at home. So I'll just sit down for 10 minutes in the morning and put my timer on and meditate and it feels really soothing, really calming. And, um, What's the other thing I've been doing? Oh, I've been reading books and listening to podcasts and oh, listening to music. Yeah, keeping music on. So that's wonderful. Doing the best we can over here, people. We're doing the best we can, and we're so grateful that we you are. listen to this. Oh and my gosh, we love you. We miss you. We love you. Um, if y'all want more from us, let us know. Tell us let if us this know. is like. You know, you want some more stuff? We can do some more. We're Did just miss missing y'all, loving y'all. Are you happy to have us back? Like, what are you feeling? Tell okay, us all the things. Well, we love you. <gasps> we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Keep taking care of yourselves. Mwah. Bye.